We continue with the Daily Sports Feed on ESPN Harrisonburg. I am Dave Riggert, and let's get to know some of the assistant coaches now who are taking over this JMU football team. We'll start with the defensive coordinator, Lyle Hemphill, as he comes to JMU as a co-defensive coordinator at Duke prior to this. But Coach Hemphill, we were just talking off the air, but what a whirlwind this has been, I'm sure, for you. A hundred percent. Just from... From the beginning, you know, um, coming in here, uh, trying to get to know the team, recruit a new team, um, it, it's it's been it's been nonstop um, from day one. But it's been fun. It's been a lot of fun getting to know these guys, getting to know the new coaches. Um, it, it's been it's been really good. Um, looking forward to um, what's coming next. We're going to get into your background, but talk about the connection with Coach Chesney and how that happened. And I, I you guys have kind of had a relationship for a long time, haven't you? Yeah, we worked together. Uh, my first job at Delaware Valley College, um, right out of college. Um, it was his second year coaching. It was my first year coaching, and um, we, we built a pretty good relationship that year. He left. Uh, I stayed for another year, but we've stayed in contact every year um, since then and, you know, always talking football, talking recruiting, talking how to run a program, uh, different things uh, all, all over the place. Um, but, you know, have stayed in contact. It's amazing. Every year, it just seems like we, we were able to catch up, and it's funny how things come full circle. I was going to say that. That, that doesn't happen very often because you weren't together for that long where, where you yeah. built – I mean, obviously, you built a good relationship, but to stay in connection. Did you did you hope at some point maybe you'd, you'd be able to share the same staff? Yeah, I mean, we we had the same background. His father was a high school coach. My father was a high school coach. Um, I think so. We were, we were kind of brought up the same way in a, in a coaching family. Um, so we kind of connected right from the get go. Um, and I think a lot of our philosophies aligned and I think that's why we stayed in contact. I mean, I think we're, we're very similar in the way we think about things and and the way we see the game of football, um, the way we see relationships with players, things like that. I think everything kind of aligned. So it was just, it's kind of, I guess you could say it was meant to be. When Coach Chesney got the job, um, I'm guessing he probably reached out to you pretty quick and was, Talk about that conversation. Um, was it a no-brainer for you right away? Did it take some time to kind of figure that out? Um, no, it, it really didn't take any time. I, you know, I was at University of Delaware back in you know early two thousands, and I would come here, and I just knew this place was it was different. And as soon as Bob called, I, to me, it was it was a no-brainer. Like this is this is the program. I think that's you know it's already on the map. Um, it, it's just getting going to get better. Um, so it, to, to me, it was a no-brainer. When, just talk about the excitement level for you, because again, you've been at Duke, you're at Wake Forest, you're in the ACC, and we'll talk about some of that background, but um, to kind of start something brand new with, with Coach Chesney and the, the rest of the coaches, is this exciting for you to, to kind of just have a fresh start, so to speak? Yeah, for sure. Um, I've learned a lot the last couple of years, which, is, which has been great. Um, the thing that I'm most excited about is Harrisonburg is a football town. I mean, this is a town that... Um, you know, everything's about football. Everything's about the football program. It's football first, which is, which is awesome. Um, that's the thing that, that, that really um, attracts you to a, a spot like JMU. So um, I'm excited about that. You know, I thought we did a great job at Duke of getting, you know, getting the program and, and the football going. Same thing at Wake Forest. But we don't need to get the program going here. The program's already going. Um, the, the support is already there. We've just got to, you know, elevate it. 
You know, again, we're talking about Lyle Hemphill. He's the new defensive coordinator at James Madison. And how about your style of defense? I'm sure it's evolved. I'm sure it's changed a lot throughout the years. I'm sure you've learned a lot of things from other people. Kind of talk about your style and, and what fans will see on Saturdays. Yeah, we'll be um, a four-down defense uh, for the most part on first and second down. Um, you know, that won't change. Um, you know, a lot of multiple coverages. Um, you know, we'll be very, very aggressive. Um, but, you know, it's, it's very similar to what we did at Wake Forest and it's very similar to what we did at um, Duke with a little bit of what Coach Chesney did at Holy Cross, which I think is really good. Um, I'm really into some of the, you know, the blitzing that he did. Um, and I think we're going to try to, you know, really bring the two defenses together if we can um, and really try to put a good product on the field. You mentioned aggressiveness, and that's kind of been JMU's calling card over the years. Is that something that has kind of been been what you've done a lot over the years too, is just always have an aggressive style of defense? I mean, you try to be as aggressive as you can without giving up big plays. I mean, obviously that's the biggest thing. I think the one thing I noticed with JMU last year is their defensive front was, I mean, they were unbelievable. It was, a, it was one of the best fronts in the country. Um, they didn't need to call a whole lot of blitzes because they were a blitz. Um, those four guys, I mean, they, they were so productive. Um, and I thought the coaching staff did a great jo- job of freeing them up and allowing them to be productive and not, you know, handcuffing them in, in, in certain defenses. And I thought they did a really, really good job. Um, you know, we're going to have to play off of what our personnel is. You know, if we have that same type of front, then we should be doing the same type of thing that they were doing last year. You know, if we don't have that front, we've got to figure out ways to get our team more aggressive, um, a little bit more attacking, stuff like that. But, um, no, it's uh, – you know, I, I hope to be as aggressive as possible without, you know, giving up big plays. That's the best thing I'd say. You know, how much will you – and, again, you've been out recruiting and doing a lot of things. It's been a whirlwind, as you talked about. How much will you dive into looking at, at their film from a year ago to – especially with the guys that you still have on, on the team now? I'm guessing you'll try and kind of figure out and kind of look to see maybe what their skill set is. Right. I had an opportunity when we – at Duke, we played Troy in the bowl game, so I had an opportunity to watch that game. Um, you know, obviously Duke's defense versus Troy's offense, or excuse me, JMU's defense versus Troy's offense. And, um, you know, I, I really, I, I liked the, the front structure and it married up to what we did at Duke. So I used that game a lot um, to help us game plan for Troy. And I really got a good feel for who everyone was when I was watching, you know, I watched the D-line, obviously watched the linebackers, watched the secondary, how they matched up with the receivers at Troy. Um, so I have a pretty good idea of what they were all about. You know, I think now it's, you know, with, with so much turnover um, in personnel on the defensive side of the ball, now I've got to get to know the new guys, the guys that are stepping into these, these spots. I've got to get a feel for what they can do, um, how fast can they do it, and, you know, what we need to adjust defensively, schematically, to get them in the best position to play winning defense. As you talk about it, it seems like you can be very multiple and, and kind of be whatever your personnel is. Is that something that you kind of pride yourself on is kind of adjusting to your personnel? Yeah, you have to. You have to. In this day and age, in the portal, you know, you can have, you can have you know, great players and they can leave. You can get great players, um, which is great. And I think you've got to, you know, you've got to use your personnel. Um, I, I don't think you can be, you know, the Stone Age football coach where we do this no matter what. Well, no, we're not going to do that. And if that doesn't work, we're not going to do that. I think we're going to do what's best for this football team, and we're going to put these kids in position to have success. That's the main goal. We're talking to Lyle Hemphill, the defensive coordinator at JMU. And, you know, you, you mentioned the portal. 
obviously you got in here right away, got in the portal, um, recruiting high school kids for 24 and 25. Talk about recruiting and how that's gone. Again, you have, have dipped in the portal quite a bit so far and have had to, obviously. But uh, how has recruiting gone? It's been unbelievable. To be honest with you, we learned this fairly quickly. You don't have to sell JMU in Virginia. Um, we kind of knew that coming in, which is awesome. I mean, you go into school, they know who you are. They know everything. About, they want to come to JMU in Virginia. The thing I didn't realize is you can leave Virginia and you can go to Philadelphia and you can go to North Carolina, you can go to Georgia, and it's the same thing. I mean, people want to come to JMU, which is awesome. I mean, it, it just makes it an easy sell. Um, and you're really not out of the game with anybody. Um, so in my mind, um, the sky's the limit for recruiting. I think we can get some really good players, um, and I don't think it's going to be very hard here. How about the, the portal and dipping into that? And, it, it, again, you've got a lot of guys on that on your side of the football as well. Um, do you like what you guys have been able to, to bring in right now? Again, you're still, you haven't really even talked to the guys a ton, and you'll find out more during spring ball, but do you like what you've brought in so far? Yeah, we needed to replace – um, we lost some defensive linemen. You know, obviously we lost some to the draft and we lost some to, you know, transferring out. Um, and I thought we did a good job replacing those guys um, with some older guys. And then we lost uh, the linebacker core, essentially. Um, and we knew right away we had to replace that. And I thought we did a good job there, too. We brought um, Dobbs from, you know, Holy Cross, which we're excited about. I mean, he's already, you know, shown to be the leader. I mean, a great, a great kid. A great addition. And, you know, we brought in another linebacker. So we're excited. I mean, I think, you know, we had glaring, um, you know, losses. Obviously, everybody knows that, you know, the, the good players we lost. And we knew we needed to replace those guys with, with older guys. Um, and I think we did that. Um, we accomplished that in January, which is good. I'm sure you can't wait for spring ball to get here to get your hands on these guys, right? right. Yeah, I, I, yeah, and then you just want to, you want to figure out what you have. Like, I have no idea, really, <laughs> because a lot of the guys we're playing with right now either didn't play at JMU or played somewhere else last year. And I just want to see what it, what do they look like? What, what are we going to look like? Where are we deficient? Where are we better? Because there's going to be places and positions that we're going to be deficient. And, you know, I want to know that. And then there's going to be places where we're going to be really, really good. I want to know that. So then we can really start to build this defense the way it needs to be built to have success this season. We're talking about Hempel, the defensive coordinator at JMU. And you came to this place with Zach Sparber. He was with you at Duke. Talk about having Zach with you. Does that help to have some familiarity with, with you guys in the past? Yeah, Zach knows the, the, you know, the defensive structure you know, as good as anyone. Um, you know, he played a big part in coaching the linebackers last year at Duke. Um, did a great job um, installing the game plan. I mean, everything. I mean, he, he knows it all. Um, so to me, it's, it's, it's just kind of like having your right-hand man. Um, you know, he's not afraid to step up and say, no, we can't do that, or, hey, we need to do this. It's good. It's just good, and he's, it's a good sounding board. And on top of that, I mean, obviously he's, he's a really good recruiter. He was one of the, you know, really good recruiters at Duke, and I think you're going to see that he's going to be a really good recruiter at JMU. Has it been fun to kind of get to know the other coaches and get to know your staff and just, again, all of it's really new for you. Uh, is that an exciting part? Have you been able to kind of uh, get everyone together and kind of be on the same page for the most part? We haven't had a lot of time, to be honest <laughs> with you. We haven't had a lot of time. I mean, we've been out recruiting and stuff like that. But, um, no, these guys are awesome. they got a ton of juice, um, ton of energy. Um, they're awesome on the recruiting, you know, recruiting weekends. And, you know, football-wise, I mean, you can just tell they're, they're itching to get after it. Um, you know, we're just looking forward to, to finally getting together this weekend, you know, so it'll be good. We're talking a while. Hemp Pilgrim, the defensive coordinator at JMU. And 
I want to go back and talk kind of about your background and, and the places you've been. But let's start with growing up. You were in a football family. Your dad, you mentioned, he was a high school football coach, one of the best ever in, in Delaware history. Um, and again, you're not too far now from home, being, being back in Harrisonburg. But um, how, was it always football in your family with your dad being a coach? Yeah, it was It was 100%. You know, we were, um, you know, he was a high school coach. You know, we were games on Friday nights, Saturday nights, if we weren't playing a game. Um, if there wasn't a high school game, you know, we were down at University of Delaware or up at Rutgers or at Penn State or, you know, we we're somewhere watching a football game. And that's all we did. I mean, it was just football, football, football all the time. So, yeah, it's it's uh, it was a football family for sure. Did you know from an early age that you wanted to kind of follow in his footsteps and be a football coach? Not really. No, it took me a while to figure it out. But, um, you know, as I as I was in college, you know, I started to you know, started to look at football a little bit differently, um, starting to realize how much, you know, a good coach can really help you. Um, you know, the, the college coaches that I had were really influential um, and, and it just helped in getting me better every day. And I think it was at that point I realized, you know, hey, this is this is pretty cool. And um, anyway, from there it was like I, – because I think coaching high school and coaching college are very different. Mm-hmm. The amount of time you can spend with the players, you know, I was just – I liked the ability to really – spend a lot of time with, you know, my players and that's something you can do in college. Whereas in high school, you're little, really, really limited, you know? So, um, yeah. And then Delaware Valley, you mentioned you spent a year at Delaware, went off to Hofstra. Talk about early in your career and, and did, did cause sometimes you can get into a profession. You don't know if you made the right decision or not. I'm sure you could tell early on, all right, this is where I'm supposed to be. Yeah. I think the good, the thing I did well early in my career was I surrounded myself with good people. Um, the decisions I made and the jobs I took were based on the people, not necessarily the place. And, you know, I decided to work at Delaware Valley College because I knew the head coach and I was good friends with him. Um, I decided to go to um, University of Delaware because I knew the head coach and I knew he was a good person and, you know, so on and so forth. Every job I took, I knew the head coach. I knew who he was and I knew what he was all about. And, you know, our philosophy aligned and, you know, I've just kind of stuck to that, you know, go work for good people and good things will happen. Really. I mean, that's really been my philosophy. I think if you chase, you know, big names or if you chase, you know, big crowds or whatever it may be, you're not necessarily going to get what you want. But I think if you if you follow good people, good things happen. That's what I found out. We're talking to Lyle Hemphill again, the defensive coordinator at James Madison. And, you know, you spent a lot of time at the FCS level, um, Delaware, Hofstra. You were at Stony Brook for a long time. Yep. Did that? You, you mentioned you kind of already knew about JMU a little bit, and is is that part of the reason you were at the FCS level? You knew what type of program it was and could be. Yeah, for sure. In terms of JMU, I mean Delaware coming down here, two thousand four. It was one of the great. I tell the I told the <laughs> def, I told the defensive players that uh, the first meeting we had. I mean, it was probably the best atmosphere I've ever coached at in my life. It was 2004. Bridgeport's a little bit different than it was then too. <laughs> a little different. The, the visitor side still looks the same. Um, we got to get that fixed, but, yeah. but it looks exactly the same. But I mean, to this day, that was the, the best atmosphere I've ever coached. And we actually lost that game, but um, that was their national championship year. But that was the, the most intense game I've ever coached in, in 22 years. Um, not even close. Florida State doesn't matter that game Delaware JMU it just to me I mean I can remember being on the sideline and I just I can remember the game I can remember the fans I mean it was it was one of the best experiences and then uh, you know from Hofstra to Stony Brook you know constantly competing against these guys and it oh you know they were always athletic 
and well coached and they played so hard. I mean, it's just, and then obviously when you had to come here and play, it was a whole nother level. Like you had to deal with the crowd and regardless of whether it's 25,000 or 85,000, like when you stepped in the stadium, you knew you were, you were, it was something different. It was, it was unlike any other place in FCS football. And now, you know, it's, it's like unlike anything else in FBS football. We're talking Lyle Hempel again, the defensive coordinator at James Madison. And, you know, you were a position coach for a long time. Then Stony Brook, I believe that's where you first got your defensive coordinator job. Um, did you – I'm sure it took a little while to kind of get comfortable calling the defense. But but talk about that process and kind of going through that and finally finally running your own defense. Yeah, it took a, it took a minute to figure out what, you know, what you wanted it to look like. Um, you know um, – it, it was a ch- it was a challenge. I would say the first year, but after that first year, I really you know got to sit down and figure out who I wanted to be, what I wanted to look like. And after a year, you know, I, I started to say, "This is what I want my defense to look." Now, how can I do that? And you know, there was a couple of factors that went into that. I had to go out and start recruiting different type of guys. Mm-hmm. I had to go out and start talking to different football coaches about, "Hey, I want to get this done. How do I do this?" And, you know, that's, you know, coach, whether it was Coach Elko or Coach Cohen or, you know, a lot of different people, Coach Rapone, um, you know, a lot of different people have influ- influenced me um, and kind of built this defense. I guess it's not really my defense. It's kind of a collection of everyone's defense. That's kind of you guys as football coaches, though, kind of picking each other's brains and trying to figure out different things, right? No, don't, no doubt. I mean, that's, that's what it is. That's what it is. You watch people that do things well and – you mimic it. I mean, that's that's what you do, and you try to take the good things that people do and do that, and not do the bad things they do. Um, but now, yeah, that's football coaching. We're talking about Lyle Hempel again, the defensive coordinator at JMU, and talk about your time at Wake Forest. Did you enjoy your time as a Demon Deacon? Yeah, that was a good time. I mean, we were we were very successful. Um, you know, we we went to I believe five bowl games in five years. Um, you know, you know, top twenty five in the country most of the time. Um, yeah, it was it was a really good experience. We played. Um, it was it was different in that you played behind a, a you know hyper fast offense. So you're on the field a lot. So you had to really um, change some of your thought process. You know, it, you know it wasn't always um, it wasn't always attack. It wasn't always you know a lot of times it became you know play winning football. And that was one of the things I learned from Dave Clawson. I thought he did a great job of. It was always about winning the situation. It was about winning the field position, um, you know, and, and just a different way to go about winning games, which was pretty cool. Um, obviously, for a defensive coach, not the greatest thing in the world. But, <laughs> but um, no, I mean, it definitely learned. There's, there's a million different ways to win football games. And, you know, Dave has his philosophy, and he's obviously he's very, very good at it. Um, and it, it, was, it was a good time. I thought the players there were really good. They were really invested. Um, it was it was a really good time. It's a great place to live. Um, it, no complaints. Has that helped you over the years to be in different systems, to learn from different coaches, to have you adjust to different things? Whether that be how the offense plays, that you have to be, you have to adjust your defense. Has that has that helped you throughout the years to kind of become who you are now? Yeah, a hundred percent. And the other thing is just in terms of every coach, you just kind of learn something. Everybody has something they they almost specialize in. You know, I thought. You know, uh, Dave Clawson's his education of a, a fo- football player, you know, how he educated a kid from a freshman year to the senior year about the game of football, whether it was situational football, um, field position football, uh, first and 10 football, second and short football. I mean, th- these kids knew football, um, you know, or when you 
you know, you talked about Casey Keeler when I was at University of Delaware, um, how he was more of, you know, he was a people person and he was a team builder and um, the relationships, you know, that he had with the coaches, um, you know, different. There's just, you know, everyone had something that they specialized in my mind. And, um, you know, I tried to take that from each person I worked with and um, try to bring that to my defense. We're talking a lot of Hempel, the defensive coordinator at JMU, and in the last couple of years at Duke with Coach Elko, and you kind of got reunited with him, but I'm sure that was exciting and fun too. Yeah, for sure. And he's kind of like the – that's like the 800 level. Um, he's kind of – he can kind of do it all. Um, you know, he's a you know, master at the X's and O's, um, you know, great um, strategy guy. Um, you know, he's very good at educating, the, you know, the team in the game of football. Um, and really good at building relationships. So he, you know, he's obviously, you know, very elite at what he does. Um, you know, un- unbelievable, you know, communicator, um, you know, getting the guys to believe in him and stuff like that. Um, so that was a really good experience. And it was good, too, to dive back into, like, that was kind of the roots of the defense. And it was good to get back with him and see how things, how he's evolved, how I've evolved, how everyone kind of in that room had evolved defensively and kind of bringing it all together, which I thought was, you know, it was a great two years, great two-year experience. What's the next month and a half look like for you before spring ball gets going? I'm sure it's getting to know this team and these players much better, right, isn't it? Right. right. It's going to be, first off, it's getting to know the players, um, you know, really have to install the defense with the staff first and then install defense with the players, try to get these guys ready for spring ball. Um, you know, obviously stopping by workouts, watching workouts and stuff like that. Um, you can see them, you know, already – they're working their tails off, but um, yeah, just trying to get acclimated and get ready for football. Now it's football time. We're done with it. You know, you're never really done with the recruiting, but um, now we can, you know, really lock in and, and start spending some time with these guys. Coach, thanks so much for your time. I appreciate it. We'll catch up much more, but uh, congratulations on this move and looking forward to working with you. Thank you. I appreciate your time.